everyone, welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, cell phones have become such a scary part of our lives. To the point that they actually have phobias and technology-related illnesses that have, have just come about in the last decade. And they all have to do with cell phones. There's also that vicious rumor going around that 5G is going to give you cancer. That being said, I have 5G. Now, the blog post I'm going to read in a second was actually from 10 years ago. 10 years ago? No, more like 9. But at the time, I was on an iPhone. I was also on a different uh, carrier. Now, in the long run, I realized that the iPhone sucks and that carrier sucks. But at this time, when I wrote that post... I was in love with it. I even like the carrier. So you've got to take it with a grain of salt. Now, the iPhone sucking, here's why. And I realize you want to disagree because so many people have iPhones. An iPhone fresh out the box is easier to do shit and people don't know how to do shit. So the iPhone is the natural choice. But do you realize, and I actually have numbers from two separate companies that have apps. 80% of tech support issues are with iPhones and iPads. And the reason why is very simple. Apple sucks. Actually, it's got a whole lot to do with the fact that Apple doesn't like anybody making software other than Apple. So unless it's a product put out by Apple, it has issues. Now, hardcore Apple people and including the people at the uh, Genius Bar, they will disagree with this. However, I'm going by hard numbers from two separate companies in the tech industry. So, you can try and lie all you like about it. iPhone still sucks. And if you use one, you're a patsy and a gerbil and you're, you know, you're basically letting Steve Jobs stick a gerbil up your ass. That sounds a little harsh. You know, when I wrote that down, it sounded like a better idea. But, regardless, that's where I'm going. I currently have... An Android. Android is a little bit harder to learn, but it can do more. You just have to learn it. And that's the problem. People don't want to learn things. Actually, one of my kids told me this when I was moving away from my iPhone. And I said, I don't know if I want to get an Android. I said, well, that's your only other choice. So you can stay with iPhone and be unhappy, or you have a shot at being happy with the Android. They said, you just have to learn Android. And they're true. At the end of my first six months with my Android phone, almost every issue I had with my iPhone disappeared. It's an easier phone. It's an easier operating system once you learn it. Apple, there's some shit you're never going to be able to figure out with with an iPhone. And that's just how it is. In fact, even internally in my company, they're trying to switch over to... uh, iPad, or not iPads, uh, Airbooks and iMacs. And that's fine as long as you don't have to do too much with them. But on a regular basis, you'll have people that are sending out on the company channel, is anybody having trouble with their Airbook? Mine keeps doing this. I'm getting this, this, and a blue screen. It's like, you know what? When was the last time somebody said, well, no, I can't say that. I recently had a Windows issue. But... 
my home computing environment, and in fact, the podcasting equipment and editing stuff I'm using right now, all done on a Chromebook. You know what you never have with a Chromebook? A problem. Never had a virus issue, never had a malware issue, never had an update that was making me wait for hours at a time. Never once in over 15 years of using Chromebooks have I ever had a blue screen. Now here's the beauty of a Chromebook. They have, the laptop is the Chromebook. The Chromebox is the desktop version. And if you think of, say, take two cell phones and lay them side by side and then put two more on top of them, that's the size of a desktop, a Chromebox. And it's still faster than any computer you've ever had, despite the fact that they all have low memory and low processors, low-end ones. But here's why. They're faster because there's no brains, no headaches. There is nothing going on behind the scenes. All the antivirus and utility stuff, it's online. It's a browser. That's it. Now, can you download Microsoft Office? No. But hey, there's Google Drive, and you can get word processing and Excel spreadsheeting and whatever you need online. But I need to be able to download hardcore games. Okay, then buy yourself a $2,000 gaming rig. Good luck on that. But there's also little games you can play online. So if you want to play games on your phone, you can have a kick-ass computer for a couple hundred bucks. Now, if you want a desktop, they have 23 and 27 inch Chrome bases, which is an all-in-one Chromebook, and it works great. I know uh, I did some research recently because I was trying to get my company to flip over to them, and I found out that there's several huge insurance companies and financial services companies that switch completely over to Chrome operating systems. They said it completely cut their IT expenditures down to a third. And they don't really have that many issues. What they do have is people who are trying to do things that they can't do on a Chromebook. Turns out that a huge amount of insurance agencies didn't realize that their employees were putting games on the computers. We can't do that with a Chromebook, so it actually gives the company more control. Anyway, I'm sorry, I went off on a bit of a tangent there, but let's take all that technological angst against Apple it's a little bit against Windows, but it's mainly against Apple. And that brings us to today's episode. Hit me again, Steve Jobs, and this time put some stank on it. On today's Caffeinated Humor. You ever pick up your phone and find out that your phone, through no fault of yours, has dialed someone? You always hope to catch it before it rings. Then you can hang up, no penalty. And if it rings once or twice, you have to make a quick decision before it rings a third time. Stay on the line, wait for the other side to answer, explain the whole thing, be a little embarrassed, or complete denial. You could just hang up, hope they don't call back to find out why you called at all, and then you could just say, what, I didn't call you. The absolute worst is when you suddenly realize that you did butt dial someone, and the reason you know that is because you can hear them shouting hello into the phone. Now, on par with that is that one that you get someone that calls you back to tell you you dialed them? That's kind of like, you made all this effort just to tell me I'm an idiot? Thanks, I appreciate. I've had people do this and then they describe conversations I had with other people that they could hear. And here's the issue, 
I talk a lot of shit. So it's like there's always a chance that whoever I accidentally dialed and was listening to the conversation might have been getting ripped to shreds with this person. And I got news for you. My friends are much the same. Bunch of vicious, tempered people that just talk a bunch of shit. Lovely bunch. You'd love them. Now, what is the proper tact that you take at that point when they're telling you about shit you said about them? Kind of like no matter what road you decide to take, you're just going to be a little embarrassed. I like to think that is why they call it butt dialing. Maybe it's not that your butt did it, but you spend a lot of time going butt, butt, butt. Now, I'd have to blame my ass for this because I, I I refuse to accept responsibility for this. Although the concept of my ass being somewhat dexterous and being able to like punk, hit buttons, much less see who they're calling, sounds a little weird. But here's the weird part. I've never been butt dialed. Which either means that the entire world is a little more competent than me and I am ignorant, or the phone company has some vast conspiracy to disparage me. But which one is it? Conspiracy theory, of course. Curse you, Sprint. Although I do love my iPhone. Side note, this is back when I liked iPhones. I realize I hate them with a passion now, but we'll get to that later. It's hard to complain about a phone that does pretty much everything you ask it to. And trust me, I've had phones that crapped out on me like a parrot with diarrhea. I was with the company that used to be LA Cellular for a long time. I forget what they were called, but they got bought up when Verizon first came to town. And they sucked. I was with Verizon for about 10 years, and they were famous for taking my request for a brand new on-the-market phone and giving me phones that had just been discontinued. Now, these were phones that always crapped out on me, but could they couldn't be replaced because that model was no longer being made. Sometimes just a couple of weeks later, they sucked. So I jumped over to AT&T for a long time. They were kind of like off-white wallpaper in terms of being a cell carrier. They're boring. They never really stood out, but they and they never rocked it, but they never sucked super bad. So... They simply sucked by default. And then when I finally had... Here's the thing about old phones. They have bad operating systems. This is back when Android was kind of in its infancy. So I went with Sprint to get the iPhone. Now, Sprint rocks it more than they suck. And again, side note, this is back before I started hating Sprint with a passion. T-Mobile is where you got to be. Or maybe that's just the iPhone talking because it has been rocking it pretty heavy. The really shitty part of it is that I don't have any willpower when it comes to the marketing. The commercials are basically being made just for me. They speak to me. They lie to me. They say things only a child could understand. And I get sucked into it. Hook, line, and sinker. Sometimes after I go into the cell phone section at Best Buy, I cut myself. It's a vicious circle. Mainly the conflict is this. Everything I want to get needs to meet the bar set by my current phone. And now that bar is the iPhone bar. I hate Apple. I hate the company, the corporate structure, the Foxconn factory they use, the child labor, all of it. Now, Steve Jobs, when he was alive, was a lot like Ike Turner on a mean drunk. Sometimes after a new phone release, he would slap us around like we 
we had the bad luck of being named Tina on the wrong day. New phone, doesn't fit the old charger. This is the guy we worshipped, evidently. But then a few weeks later, he'd come around with a new phone in hand. Take me back, baby. You know I didn't mean it. And we did. Again and again and again. But I do currently love my iPhone. So the question becomes, let's say I find another phone that I like. It has sweet features, killer ease of use. And maybe the company isn't quite as evil as the Apple empire. And their factory doesn't put Haitian underage sweatshops to shame. Maybe then. Or maybe you can have my iPhone when you pry it from my cold, dead hands. Just leave my coffee alone. Thank <laughs> you.